Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 44. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton. And today I have a great guest and client, Darren Kirilko. And I have to admit, yeah, I know. Wasn't that awesome? That was nice. Yeah. Listeners, just so you know, (laughs) although Darren and I have been working together for a few months now, it took me until pre-show to get his last name pronunciation right. That's right. Yeah. Positive Productivity Podcast, not Perfection. Darren is the president of LinkedIn Lead Ninja, where he helps others market effectively using LinkedIn exclusively. Welcome, Darren. Hey, thanks for having me, Cam. I'm excited to be here and talking to you. Yeah, I'm thrilled that you are on the show and you are on a podcast, even if you don't listen to Yeah, Maybe you'll convert me. That's fine. That's fine. Darren, can you share your entrepreneurial journey with the audience and what oh what my. you do? Yeah, yeah, I'm going in deep right away. Yeah, I'll give you the well, the minute uh, flyover. You know, born and raised in the great state of New Jersey, I actually went up to state New York to and got my associate's degree in hotel restaurant management. Out of that school, I worked at many restaurants managing, but ultimately coming out of that and opening up my own restaurant. I actually had two restaurants, very successful in, in New Jersey, totally got burnt out. My daughter was born at the end of my season in, as a restaurateur, and I just, you know, working six and a half days a week, it was just in retail just kind of kills you and, and your family life is zero. Moved to Minnesota and always was into sales, always into marketing, but always love direct sales. So some of the direct sales that I've done are home construction, roofing. Uh, and when I say direct sales, I mean going out and hitting doors, door knocking, cold doors, business to consumer kind of doors and businesses as well, cold calling as well. So I understand, I understand the pain of entrepreneurs that are on LinkedIn that need to be prospecting and they're not sure how to do it on LinkedIn. I don't know if that if I answered your question, but I kind of brought it back to LinkedIn because really the people that I work with right now, Kim, are looking to prospect and looking to take the pain out of prospecting because, you know, not every day somebody's cold calling. Not every day somebody wants to pick up the phone. They can be in fear of the phone. They can be in fear of cold knocking. And as I was, I've had I've had my moments in my days, but working inside of LinkedIn to prospect for new business clients has been just kind of a revelation for me. And we've been doing it and I've been doing it for myself for over close to two years and for my clients for about a year and a half. So really, I've kind of got my own proprietary system that I use and love to share more about that if you'd like. Oh, definitely. But I am curious (laughs) and I had no idea about your background I don't think we ever, I knew you were from New Jersey, but I didn't know you went to Minnesota. I didn't know you were a restaurateur. Is that the right way to pronounce that? Yes, yes, yes. And I am curious though, where did you go to school? Because I'm from Uh, upstate New York, so I'm curious. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul Smith's College, a small two-year school up by Lake Placid, okay. uh, about an hour from Montreal. Yeah. But I'm far from that now. I live down here in Southwest Florida for the last almost two years, over two years. So Right. Yeah. yeah. So you were a, getting a jump from Canada and probably Vermont. I, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I loved it. So what you moved to Minnesota Mm -hmm. and then how, and you started using LinkedIn for yourself, but how did the whole development of LinkedIn lead ninja happen? That's a great question. I was using LinkedIn exclusively, as uh, as I mentioned, to do to get myself clients. You know, as you may or may not know, LinkedIn is the largest B two B social platform in the world. I don't know the numbers to date, but last time I checked, it was four hundred eighty million profiles, aka users. LinkedIn. This is the best way to bypass the the gatekeepers and get right to the CEO, CXO, CMO, CFOs, all the C class. All the C-level people, but also uh, guys like you and you and I. I know you're on LinkedIn as well. But if you want to, so your question again. Let's circle back because I kind of went down a rabbit trail. So ask that question again, Kim, so I can refocus. I apologize. No, that's okay. And I I got curious when you mentioned the number of users. So I quickly Googled it, and it's oh. it's 450 million as of the second quarter of 2016. Oh, there you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I I. I like that stat. But anyway, so you were using it and then yeah. and you were using it for clients and now you have well, a whole yep. business or you started yeah. using it for clients when you developed your company. So I was how did really that journey take Yeah, actually I was using it for myself first and I was and I was testing and basically prospecting using LinkedIn and some of my proprietary systems that I do have and and I was seeing the results and the results being Kim really clear is that people are doing real business on LinkedIn. You know, I was getting phone call appointments. I would get people that just said, would just pick up the phone and call me, say, hey, I just got your message on LinkedIn. I mean, I was amazed by the positive responses I was getting, the engagement I was getting on LinkedIn and stuff that you won't see maybe on Facebook or you won't see on Twitter. No, I know you're big on Twitter and big being that you use it and you do well on it. That might be great for driving Facebook, Twitter and traffic. But if you're looking to drive phone calls, emails, you know, you're really wanting, you really need to get in on LinkedIn. And if you're not proficient in LinkedIn, that's where, that's where I come in. I actually, my, my website is a free membership site. We actually will give you, we'll give you some free training on how to get started and how to use it properly. That's fabulous. And yeah, you are exactly right. I do use Twitter and Facebook and both are great traffic generators. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, maybe a little bit more as far as starting a conversation, but about getting the clients who are seriously ready to start using my services for sure. their businesses. Definitely the qualified leads most often come from LinkedIn. Sure. Yeah. No, that's what I've, that's definitely what I've found. So really what I've done, Kim, and just to go back and revisit what I just said, I made it, I kind of put a proprietary system together, getting your profile right, finding your target market, messaging them at good numbers, not just small numbers, and really messaging them with the one intention that they're going to engage with you. So once I got that down, I, and, and I really started to roll this out for clients one at a time and then getting them great results. So they were longtime clients. They were seeing the benefits of what I was doing. 
And then I just really, at this point, I've opened up the, the doors for the done-for-you service. And the done-for-you service does basically starts from the beginning and you being a website developer and a marketer, you understand this, Kim, you need to get your, your landing page correct. And your landing page for LinkedIn is going to be your profile. You need to have a professional headshot. I definitely advise that. If you are a professional after C-levels, you need to have a suit and tie. And I would go and spend $100 and $150 and get a professional headshot. It, it goes a long way. We also do and show you how to do a custom background. That background is kind of like a banner, maybe on a Facebook or a Twitter page. You'll, you can do the same with LinkedIn. And that banner is going to tie in your branding, your logo, maybe some pain points of your customer, some of the benefits of working with you. So really what you're looking at when you look at the top of a profile, and you can go to my profile and see an example that you're going to see my banner that is in my headshot, and you don't have to go anywhere else to know you don't have to scroll down. You know exactly what I do and how I do it. So not only doing the headshot right, the banner, but you want to get your summary intact. And your summary, according to LinkedIn, can only be 2,000 characters. Character being a, a period, a exclamation point, a space. So you need to be very careful not to go over that limit. But you want to write that summary like a mini sales page. And it's going to be targeted to your target audience. So what's your targeted audience's pain points? What are they, what do they need that you have? And what are their, you know, I work with a lot of business brokers. So let's just use that as an example. So as a business broker, you're after business owners. And some of the business owners are looking to exit out of their business due to divorce, health issues, burnout, retirement, uh, et cetera. These are their pain points. They understand that they want to get out, but they don't know how. Now for a business broker, we write those pain points there and the, and the solution to those problems are displaying my clients as the exit strategy experts. So problem, solution, call to action. Make sure your summary reads like that. Of course, you don't want it to be too salesy and too spammy, but you want it to, to definitely resonate with your target market. So once you have your profile right, you want to find your target market. And we use, for my clients, we use Sales Navigator inside of LinkedIn, but you don't need to. You can use the advanced searches and really dial into your target market. And then that's where you need to be connecting. And once you're connecting, you need to be messaging. And once you're messaging, you need to be, it needs to be tying with a call to action as well, which is always going to be a phone call and email and smoke out those, those new connections and those new prospects. So basically, I like to think of it as virtually knocking doors on LinkedIn. You know, if you're, if you're a prospector, you understand picking up the phone and calling people, you need to touch a certain amount of people to make a sale. And you're doing that inside of LinkedIn on a daily basis, you will succeed. You know, I had a, had a friend of mine who even if you don't know how to sell. So what I'm about to say resonates with people who don't know how to sell or might be afraid of selling. But a friend of mine once said, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Meaning if you're out there doing the prospecting, touching, you know, 100 people, 30 to 100 people a day, you will make a sale by default. So that that's all that's, so much great information. And so I, I have to admit, Again, in my total transparency, I just went into my LinkedIn profile. Hopefully it will be different by the time this episode <laughs> airs, but I don't have a header that's anything worth seeing. Sure. What would you recommend that listeners include in their header graphic? 
definitely brand or logo. So make sure your brand or logo is easy to see and it ties in with your, your website. So here's people looking at your profile. They go to your website. They see the same colors, the same branding, the same logo. There's what's that word I'm looking for? Synchro. Help me out here, Kim. Anyway. Synchronicity. Thank you. Am I, I was. <laughs> Yes, synchronicity. And that's what I would that's what I would call it anyway. So everything syncs, it, it all gels, it all looks the same, it feels the same, you have the same, you know, the same verbiage, the same logo. So that's what I would encourage people to do. And then some bullet points. You know, what do you what do you do? For you, Kim, it would be maybe Infusionsoft specialist, uh, podcast uh, extraordinaire. So put some bullet points in there. And maybe assign maybe on the in your summary, you want people to sign up for you to interview them see if they qualify for even a podcast, but, you know, make it it easy for people. And that's another thing. Let me, I like to make it easy. I like to call it dummy proof because I'm a dummy and I need it to be easy. So make it easy for people to get a hold of you. Put your contact information in your summary. Don't hide it. If you hide it, you're, trust me, you will not, you won't get calls. You won't get emails. So put your information out there. I know there's going to be people who are listening who are concerned about putting their contact information into their summary sure. because they don't want the spam. Sure. But how much how much spam do I get? Yeah. How much spam do you get? Oh, but and I how get much yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean I might get occasional something here or there, but who doesn't? You know, but oh, I no. get spam through, you know, the direct messages through LinkedIn anyway. Well sure. I don't really want to call it spam, but it, some of them are. Wanna, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't it, it's not it's a non issue. If I want people to call me, I need to leave their number. I leave your number. If you have a website, do you not have your email? Do you not have your your phone number? Treat it like a website. Treat it like I like to call it social proof. This is your social proof. If your profile, LinkedIn profile, is professional, well thought out, that is your social proof. People's LinkedIn profiles see who they are, what they've done. So I encourage people to do that and relook at their profiles. Absolutely, I completely agree. For all the listeners, I do want to just let you know that all the notes, all the stats and information that we're talking about will be in the show notes, which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP044. I think that's what I told you before the show, Darren. Yes, 044. <laughs> so if you listen to episode number 10 with Erica Kastner, she was saying that when she goes out to networking events now, she actually doesn't take business cards. She will ask the person that she's talking to if they are on LinkedIn and then she'll connect with them right away at the event. That's do nice. you do similar? I or do, do you nothing carry business outside cards? of my desk. I don't. I used to do networking. I used to go out and do all that. And I have really just using LinkedIn and my phone is I'm busier than I've ever been. So I don't, you know, some people like to do that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's the wrong thing to do. But for me, my business, my clients are not going to network events, you know, basically what it comes down to. And it's good to know that. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you have to go where your clients are. I mean, if your clients are florists, you need to go to, you need to go to a florist. So, I mean, my clients are on LinkedIn and that's where I go. So I would highly recommend too, you know, not everybody's clients are on LinkedIn. So if you are B to C kind of business, this, you know, Facebook and Twitter is probably where you want to be. If you're B to B, that's where, that's where you're going to thrive on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are your thoughts about LinkedIn Premium? Yeah. Should well, you premium, do it if you yes. are on it. 
Yeah, all my clients and myself have Sales Navigator. So Sales Navigator is quote unquote premium. I wouldn't do really because you can do so much more with Sales Navigator. You can you can use it as a CRM. You can save leads. You can invite more people to connect with you at a mass rate. You can actually in your in your connection request you can insert a URL which wasn't previously allowed, and that URL will be right in the message, so they can click on it right away. Whatever that URL is. So I am absolutely yeah. If you're serious about prospecting, you need to be with Sales Navigator. That's where that's where I that's where I preach and teach Sales Navigator. I'll say it one more time. Ready? Sales Navigator. Sales Navigator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just being silly. No, that's yeah. all right. And so then- that's yeah, that's all I got. I would say you know, and then really, there's so much there in Sales Navigator, it will make your head spin. So it, you get in, try it. You can actually most people are should be eligible. I say most, unless you've had a free trial before, but you can get a free. Th- you should be eligible at some point to get a free 30-day trial. So I would take advantage of that. Yeah, it's actually telling me to try premium for free right now because I, up till this very moment, I had let my premium expire. So I'm going to have to try that and I'll put it in the show notes whether or not you can try premium again for free. Sorry, LinkedIn, I'm going to spill whether or not you can do it. Yeah, that's hey, that's great. But I was, but the, the premium being the sales navigator because there are different options. Um, are there? Yeah, there's recruiter, there's sales navigator, there's business services, there's business pros. So you you there's all of them. You know, do your own research, but all of them have different functions and features. But I find that sales navigator is superior if you are a prospecting pro if you really want to get out there and pound the virtual doors. You know what? I never realized it because I was looking at Business Plus, which is uh-huh. a whole complete different level from it Sales is. Navigator. It is. Well, thank you for that insight. Yeah, Sales Navigator is actually a different platform altogether. When you click, if you ever get Sales Navigator, if you have it, it'll have a little hyperlink on the top and that'll take you to a new window, new platform altogether. It has, it has its own inbox. It all ties together and syncs together, but you could save leads, you can make notes. I mean, it, it really is an awesome tool. So, speaking of tools, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not talking about a person here. Uh, I am uh, actually talking about a tool that you mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. in the process of developing. Sure. But before we spill all the awesome details about that, listeners, mm-hmm. Darren has developed an app and I know there are many listeners who are probably curious about the app development process. Would you mind sharing how you went about finding your app developer? Sure. Well, first of all, you have to have an idea and you need to understand how it works in real life, in real time as a human. And then you need to recreate that with software, which I know nothing about coding. So really, yeah, for my process, it was went to Upwork, posted and interviewed. I mean, that's in a nutshell is what I've done and really want to pick somebody for developing an app or for developing anybody or anything rather. You need somebody who's got experience in what exactly and understands exactly what you're you're trying to do. So does that help at all? I mean, Upwork is, is I think, is a great place to start. And I've met some really incredible talent on Upwork. Now, I, I, I'm even on Upwork as a, you can hire me. And I've got a lot of clients from Upwork who sought me out. So if you have a service, I'll just throw this out to you. And Cam, you have a service. You're an Infusionsoft extraordinaire. I, I don't know that's what you call yourself, but I, I would... Like it. 
yeah, put yourself, put up, get a profile on Upwork. I guarantee you will get some interviews and you will get some work. People are looking for people who can do what you do as they want, are looking for people who can do what I do. So oh, absolutely. Did, I, did I answer your question? I, yeah, I and actually, I'm going to touch on two different topics really fast. I actually got my business started on Elance okay. four years ago before it, before it became Upwork with Odesk. Yep. Yep. And I have both an agency and an individual profile sure. on sure. Upwork so that I can use my yep. team on there as well, which has been great. Good. I, I also, and we've talked about this off of this call before. In private. Yeah, in private. <laughs> so I was, I am going through the app development process as well. Mm-hmm. And I ended up putting out a post on, actually, I think I used LinkedIn and I also used Twitter and Facebook. And I didn't even think to go to Upwork. I don't know why that was, that would have been mm-hmm. more than obvious, right? But I got feedback from all three for people who were interested. Nice. And for those of you who are in the States, you might have, and you're interested in developing an app. I had spoken with people in the States before who quoted me very large, large, large sums of money, like <laughs> over a hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> Yikes. Yeah. And I'm getting the same app yeah. developed now yeah. for less than four. Yep. So, yeah, same story. I've got, I had a guy or a company quote me six months to eight months, 10, 12,000, not, not similar story. And I was, and, but I also had two guys who I was really interested in. So we're doing it in under a month for a fraction of the cost, you know, like a third even. So yeah. And combined, so, right? A fraction uh, of the cost combined. Well, fraction of the cost, yeah, yeah, combined, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, you definitely need to, yeah, if you're developing an app, obviously you need to, you know, with marketing period, you need, there needs to be a need for what you have for this app. You don't want to just, dev- I mean, this is my opinion. You can do whatever you want, of course. I always, first question when I take on a client is, you know, why do people need you? Why do people need your services? You know, not to put them back on their heels, not to offend them, but if they if they can't answer that question effectively, you know, I may not even take them on as a client because if we can't, and that, and that goes for the app, that goes for any kind of marketing, you know, what problem does this app solve, you know, that you have, Kim, or that I have? And I can tell you, you know, very straightforward what my app does and, and how it solves problems, but, and there's a need for it. So before anybody wants to go start an app, make sure there is a need, do some, do some testing, do, you know, ask a lot of people and understand the market before you get into it. That would be my, my advice. You brought up a really interesting point about the need. And then I have a follow-up question. And then we're definitely going to talk about your app. What if they don't have a clear idea on who they're even marketing to? I mean, they need to know their unique selling proposition. Oh, yeah. And they need to know what the yeah. need is. But how about if somebody comes to you and they just say, well, anybody can use it? Oh, that's hard. I totally smacked that down. That is not an acceptable answer. So we need to focus. And I would say to anybody who is comes on as a client, we need to focus. All right. So I'm not going after anybody. That doesn't make any sense. And you understand that, Kim. So we need to find, you know, well, who are your clients now? Have you ever had success with those clients? And if those two answers are my client is X and yes, I've had success with them, then maybe we should go after more of them. You know, you understand their market, you understand their pain points, you understand how to market for them. So let's go after, let's call it dentists, you know. 
yeah, I've got a few dentist clients and I do really well for them and I get them X, Y, and Z. Great. Let's do some case studies and let's go after dentists with those case studies and focus on dentists. Everybody doesn't, you know, you cannot target anyone. I used to be in, I'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners too, used to be in BNI, Business Network International. And this is many moons ago and it's a great organization. And I actually still have clients from BNI that I still service. But, you know, one of the things they were dead against is find a target and hone in on a specific. Everyone or everybody, I can help everyone or anybody is not acceptable. So that's what I would say to that. No, it's absolutely not. So thank you. Yeah. So let's talk about your app. Oh, yeah. The genesis of the app was I was using other software that was not mine, which worked for the most part. And I really got fed up with not having it work the way I wanted it to work. And, and the software really works inside of LinkedIn. And what it does is it finds your target. It uses Sales Navigator to find your target market. It works off a list of your target market, ask them to connect with you. Okay, with a personalized message. So it it would be uh, Kim, it would be Darren, it would be John, whatever their first name is, it would be personalized. And then for the connection message, and it's usually, uh, you know, saw your saw your profile on LinkedIn, I really feel that we can, we would both benefit from being connected. Let's connect. And then your name, maybe a signature and a URL. We're sending that out to people that you're not connected with on LinkedIn at a rate of 75 to 125 plus a day. This is where we get into the virtual door knocks. Can you imagine going out and knocking and you're in your, let's just say your target market is our dentists, knocking on 75 to 125 plus doors a day virtually for your target market saying, hey, I want to connect with you. Once they connect with you, you're able to message them, which is tremendous. And that's exactly what this app does. Goes out and asks them to connect. We're seeing 15 to 25% accepting connections. And those 15 to 25 are getting a thanks for connecting message, which is going to be personalized. Of course, it'll be a canned message, but it'll be personalized. It'll be, and of course, if you're after dentists, we can say, Dr. Jill, thanks for connecting with me here on LinkedIn. Please take a look at my profile, see how we can work together. By the way, I work with dentists like yourself and solve the problem of XYZ with ABC. If this speaks to you, maybe we should do a call this week. Thanks so much for again for connecting your signature. Short and sweet call to action, talk about their pain points and move on. That alone, that thank you for connecting message is getting good response if we've got the right message and we're hitting the right target. But the app doesn't stop there. We actually take their information off of LinkedIn and we're able to, to drop them into a CRM uh, which will do one of one of a multitude of things. We're able to use, drop them into Infusionsoft, into MailChimp. Ultimately, using MailChimp, we're able to drop them into, use Zapier, which I know you're familiar with, to drop them into Salesforce, to drop them into Hubs, is it Hubshout, HubSpot? Hubspot. Help me out here. Yep. Thank you. I get mixed up there. And a, a litany of other CRM software. So not only are you able to connect, you're able to grab their information, drop them into your CRM for follow-up later, maybe an email campaign, maybe you grab their, whatever it is, you're dropping them into your CRM. Uh, now they're they're yours uh, as far as contact information. You can contact them off of LinkedIn or you can contact them right inside of LinkedIn. So it's, again, it's prospecting. And that's what we teach and that's what we show. And that's what this app does. And it's and it works uh, flawlessly. I was watching a, a webinar earlier this week where they were talking about mail open rates. 
email open rates versus text messaging, but I'm going to ignore the text messaging for right now. (laughs) But email open rates have gone down drastically. And well, actually, I'm not going to ignore text messaging. Text messaging has gone up. But I know that without fail, when I go to LinkedIn and see that I have messages, I do check them out. Sure. Yes, they do also get delivered to my email, but I do, I tend to read them in LinkedIn. So I would imagine that this is a very effective well, that, that would probably be why it's so effective is that yes. people are reading these messages. Yes. So, yeah, you've got do anything that goes to your inbox. What's great about LinkedIn and mail, mailbox. Now, think about it. We go back to the numbers. 15 to 25 percent are accepting. So let's just use round numbers. 100, 15 to 25 people are accepting your invitation a day, five days a week. We'll call it that. They're getting a thank. 15 to 25 are getting a thank you for connecting message with a call to action and talking about their pain points. 100% guaranteed delivery. I can't guarantee that they're going to read it, but it will be delivered. There is no spam in LinkedIn. This is getting delivered. Like you said, you're getting notified in your e- email. You know, they're getting most likely, I have no numbers. I can't tell you the open rates or the read rates, but I can tell you deliverability is 100% without fail. There's no spam in LinkedIn. Right. Plus, right. if they have the push notifications on their smartphone, they're getting that. Yeah. Notification on the yeah. smartphone as well. Yes. And that's uh, cer- certainly something that you should have on, assuming you have a smartphone, is is uh, the LinkedIn app. So definitely powerful. So, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Darren, where can listeners find out more about your app and more about you and connect besides LinkedIn? And we will be sure to include Darren's LinkedIn URL in the yeah, notes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and what's great about your LinkedIn profile, if you actually Google me, Darren Kuroko, I'll just spell it real quick. K-U-R-I-L-K-O. Very unique name, of course. It's not like Bob Johnson. But if you Google my name, one of the top three is my LinkedIn profile, which is great. So not only are you going to get social proof, I'll answer your question a second, Kim, get social proof, but you can you know, Google's picking up your profile, which is great. But you can go to LinkedInLeadNinja.com, LinkedInLeadNinja.com. You'll find there some free training. It is a free membership site. I do add articles periodically, and there is some video training once you get inside showing you a lot of the basics, and the basics being how to build a great profile, where to find your target market, and things like this. So hopefully that'll be helpful for people out there. Completely no charge for that. Unless you want to send me money. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> but but yeah. But as far as the app's concerned, I will at some point put a link, it's not there now, to the the B2B prospecting tool, which is is actually the website for that is B2B Prospecting Tool dot IO. And you can find the app there. So Fabulous. Yeah. And again, this will all be in the show notes, which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP044. Great. Darren, thank you so much for joining me and the listeners today in your wealth of knowledge. It's been awesome. Hey, yeah, I've got a little bit of knowledge, but (laughs) but what I, what I, yeah, yeah, no problem. It was great to be here. Appreciate it. You've given me homework for the weekend, besides any work that, you know, I have to do for you today. <laughs> uh, but my LinkedIn profile, I'm going to be sending that over to my graphic designer to take sure. care of my header. Yeah. So fabulous. Thank you. Good, good, good. You're keeping multiple people busy. In good <laughs> <way>. <laughs> it's all good. But, well, thank you listeners for joining us for another episode of Positive Productivity. 
please visit my website at thekimsutton.com forward slash podcast to listen to other episodes and to get the show notes for Darren's episode. And I wish you a positively productive day. Hey, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast. And I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to share with others, please feel free to do so. I'd also appreciate your comments, your reviews, your ratings, and you can do that on iTunes or Stitcher, or even by clicking through to my website at thekimsutton.com and just leave a comment down below the podcast. I also want to invite you to send me questions at any time that I can address on one of the future episodes. To send me a question to address on a future episode, just visit my website at thekimsutton.com and click on the contact tab at the top. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I wish you a day filled with positive productivity.